Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, we have to talk some football. The NFL recap is underway. Of course, if you listened to the show last week, Clyde Butler is back with us again on the yes. NFL recap show. Clyde, if you're like me, we got a lot to talk about, especially on the Denver side, but uh, the NFL draft and in, in, in just overall in general. But um, welcome back, Clyde. Thank you, man. Thanks for having me. Hey, are you as surprised as I was that Justin Fields fell to nine and the Denver Broncos did not select him? <laughs> you know, I thought uh, I would promise myself that I was going to stay up for the ninth pick. The draft, I'm glad, I'm glad we had an actual trip planned out because that draft was really, really, really dragging. Um, yeah, it was. But uh, I was surprised. I, I thought it was going to be quarter, even though Patrick Satan was my non-biased, what we really legitimately need type of player. But uh, I really thought at least Mac or, or Fields was going to be dropping at number nine to Denver. I could not believe that Fields was there, first of all. I was just – I could not believe it. But here's the thing. So do you think if Aaron Rodgers – and the news about Aaron Rodgers, and, and look, look, that thing isn't dead yet, let's be fair. But do you think that the news about Aaron Rodgers kind of uh, washed all the Fields talk? I think it really – I think so, absolutely. I think the – I think they – I think Fields probably realized crap. I mean, no offense to Fields, but would you rather have Aaron Rodgers, the league MVP, or would you have a rookie that we have known – that we don't know what he may or may not do four or five years in a row. Granted, you know, my, my tweet that was really so famous and a lot of people felt, apparently felt the need to jump on board on it, but <laughs> but nonetheless, before we get to the draft, of course, yeah. you guys were hiding under a rock. Aaron Rodgers, uh, a lot of rumors being mentioned. Of course, he wants out of Green Bay. He's down, Green, uh, he's down to San Francisco. Denver, apparently, Denver's actually leading the, leading the pack to get him, but... Uh, my thing well, is the Niners aren't going to take him now, are they? They can't. They, they're not going to take him. They can't now. No, because now. Yeah, because you got Lance. They all their trade capital. And, so there's no Niners at all. Talk, talk about stuff. a quarterback controversy if you, if they decide to go that route. You'd have Jimmy G, Trey Lance, and Aaron Rodgers. Well, well they just traded their future for exactly. Trey Lance. They, yeah. they can't. They're, they don't have anything to offer No. the, 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 the Packers. So. So the Niners are out. I think it comes down to one of one of two teams, and I think the Broncos are definitely in the driver's seat now. Oh, by far. And people out there that that obviously do follow me, and if you don't follow me on Twitter on air with Mike, now here here's a tweet that I send out. I'm not going to read it, but practically it says, if I'm Denver, I'm not trading three first round picks because supposedly that's what. Green Bay is asking for it. No, I don't know what's true or not true, but mm-hmm. get the Clarence out there because a lot of haters out there were really calling me stupid. Which that's, that's fine. I love that kind of stuff. <laughs> what I mean is <laughs> I wouldn't give up a lot in return for Aaron Rodgers. Yes, I would love to have Aaron Rodgers as a Denver Broncos quarterback. I'm not that stupid. But to give up three first-round picks, I thought would be at 37 years old, that's tough. To do, um, I disagree. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I think uh, if it's three first round picks, you fall over yourself trying to uh, 
offer them that. See, I would do two first rounds, a second round, and Drew Locke. Yeah, they don't want Drew Locke. Nobody wants Drew Locke. They don't want Drew Locke. Well, Lock. the asking price for Drew Locke is, is outrageous, first of all. What do you mean? Talk yeah. to me. What, what, so, what are they buddy of mine who's pretty close within ranges of a lot of NFL teams, he texts me that they're asking for a first-round pick in return to for Drew Locke. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can ask in one hand. I put laughing emoji. I thought that was kind of funny. A first-round Yeah. Yeah, well, uh, my grandpa used to tell me you can walk one hand and shit in the other and see which one fills up faster. Um, yeah, that sounds about right. Well, nonetheless, Drew Locke right now, currently with Jeff Driscoll being cut, the uh, the starting quarterback for 2021. Um, we'll see. I still think it's going to be Aaron Rodgers. Um, any chance <clears> – <throat> And I was thinking of this. Now, I would do this trade. Now, let me know what you think. You know, I'm a huge Patrick Sertan fan. Yeah, me would too. You, would you give up 2022 20, and 23 first-round picks along with Patrick Sertan, a oh. corner for Aaron Rodgers? Oh, my goodness, man. A- after we picked Sertan, like, he's kind of – he's – I think he's, he's solid like, now. Uh, I feel like you know the little ducklings that when they when they see their mama for the first time and then that's how they like imprint on their mama. Like I am now imprinted on PS2, man. That is that is that is my mama duck, and I, yeah. I honestly don't want to see him go anywhere. Well, I don't, I don't either. The Denver Broncos right now. When they when Denver drafted, of course, I was all in caps. Yes, which that was. I mean. Yes, we need a quarterback, but at the same time, he was a huge pickup. Huge pickup. I, dude, I've just thought about how they're going to use him, in, uh, you know, as like maybe mm-hmm. the Kelsey stopper. If you could use him as the Kelsey stopper or the Waller stopper, man, that's be- that's just – that's beautiful. We – and you can talk about linebacker. There's no linebacker on the planet that can cover Kelsey. Okay. Oh, yes. They did a pretty good job in the Super Bowl shutting him down when they when they had to collapse on him, right? Like Mm -hmm. third and short and third and medium. They did a really good job of collapsing, but he still had what nine catches for 113 yards. He still had a pretty good day. Amazing day. Like, but if you could shut him down, put PS2 on Kelsey, you could almost take him away from the game. All together, and I and somehow I think that's why they drafted him is to be the Kelsey stopper. Well, they needed that. They needed that guy, and that was, in my opinion, the best corner in the. I know Horn, I think, went first above him, but that's fun. I'll take PS two because this dude's gonna be this dude's gonna be a playmaker. I can't wait, man. He's so dude, cool, I can't and he's such a good dude, man. I I, yeah. I think they 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 did. Yes, it was shocking, and yes, it was hard to see them pass on fields. But at the same time, while we were passing on fields, there was all this Aaron Rodgers talk, right? Mm-hmm. I'm waiting for the for the for the logo in the bottom on the clock uh, <laughs> to from the Broncos to the Packers. I'm like, I, I just have a feeling that they're, it's going to switch to the Packers right now, and then pandemonium's going to break loose. But uh, obviously, they can't trade him until June first. Uh, if you're a Packers, you can't do that. So I think they know that they're in the driver's seat 
to secure the rights to Aaron Rodgers for 2021. And uh, it, this pick makes perfect sense. <clears throat> what was going through your head? Now, I don't do mine because I think it was under two minutes. Denver's clock was still ticking. I think it was probably at 118 or whatever it was. Did you actually think – I mean, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I really thought it was Green Bay. What did you think? Yeah. Were you thinking that this is this trade's going to be a done? Because my personal opinion, mm-hmm. it was under the two-minute mark. My oldest son's like, they haven't picked yet. I'm like, I know. I can tell. The clock hasn't – you know, of course, we were excited because it's Aaron Rodgers. And right. I was thinking, this is it. This is Aaron Rodgers. Uh, man, I, if I told you all the emotions I was feeling every <laughs> second that that thing was clicking down, I'm like, wow, there's so much. And, mm-hmm. and then when the pick was in and then it got announced, it was like, what? That, that never crossed my mind ever. Like, that was not even in the realm of possibility. So it was it was a little shocking. It was like, wow, they went at Sertan. That is that, – and, and, and it's taken me – all this time, almost a week now, to let that let that settle in and say, okay, what what really? They went Pat Sertan, unbelievable. But I think they have a plan for him. And I, and, and and now that I'm looking at it, the way you know, now that I'm ana- analyzing it and looking at the pick, and I'm like, wow, that is actually a really great mm-hmm. pick. And uh, yeah, I just I love it. I think it's going to be. I think he's going to be an all-pro. He, he reminds me of champ. He reminds me of, of a bigger champ. The way he moves, it, it look, he's like a panther. You know, oh, I always I thought that. the champ moved like a panther. And, and not a Carolina panther, like, a, like an actual black panther. Wakanda forever. Um, and so, yeah, I think, I think he's going to be a bigger – he's just a bigger version of champ, and I think he's going to have – a similar career. I love it. And, um, you know, I, <clears throat> of course, driving, um, I got there for Mount, or Arizona time, watched it on my, or listened to it on the phone. I was there for the Denver pick of Williams, the running back out of North Carolina. Oh, yeah, yeah. What'd you think of that? I like it. That dude <laughs> can play. I love the they, highlight. They give him a fourth round pick to move up. Mm-hmm. So they love him. Yeah, they do. No, I thought Denver for the most part. And people always say, "Well, what would you grade Denver?" I don't like grades because in theory agree. we could get an F because in four or five years none of these guys may pan out. I really don't know. I mean, uh, yeah, grades I don't think and rankings happen. are just silly, uh, especially this early. I mean, oh, yeah, yeah you absolutely. Can, you can grade. I, I mean, at the moment. Right when it happened, I was I was like, wow, quarterback didn't get addressed. But there's been an there's been a hole on the defense. Mm-hmm. And really, and that hole is covering covering tight ends. So somehow I think they 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 did a really good job of shoring that up. Um day one. Day two, they moved up and took Javante Williams. Pokey Williams. Pokey. And man. I'm so excited that they that they did that. I love that pick. I, I, I've been wanting a, a running back that can break tackles, catch the ball, and he's brilliant, man. Did you know that he was he had scholarships to Yale? He's a smart dude. I did not know that. Um, I know 
just general and academic wise in football. That dude's a smart kid, but I did not know that. Yeah, he's a really smart kid. And, and when you have scholarships to go to Yale, I mean, it, that's saying something. So I'm really excited about that, just being how how bright he is. And the last running back that I know of that was that bright was Marshall Falk. I think Marshall Falk had that kind of IQ. Mm-hmm. And this guy kind of reminds me of Marshall Falk. They, I mean, their running styles aren't real similar, but Marshall Falk, his IQ was so off the chain. And and if he can have anything, if he if he looks like Marshall Falk, oh my uh, god, we yeah, we are <laughs> we struck gold. What's your? I love the. It's an interesting pick. I love the pick, the third round. I did get the hotel room for this one. Uh, Quinn Manai Manizer, I guess. I don't know how you say his last name. Miners. 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 The, the, <laughs> the offensive lineman from Wisconsin Whitewater. Did you? I don't know what station or TV, whatever. Um, Station on television, you watched there. You did. Did you see this kid knock these trees over? Yeah, man. God yeah. almighty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's, he's literally a bowling ball. God. I, how, so I didn't know who he was. When they no, took I him, I was like, no. From Wisconsin Whitewater. What, yeah, I never. What is, yeah. what is that? What is even that? And then I started digging and and I was listening to the to the fan here in Denver, mm-hmm. and uh, our our uh, actually our uh, uh, draft expert is is Cecil Lammy. You you might follow him. And anyway, Cecil Lammy and I we he grew up in in Grover, Colorado, which is where I grew up, and we played six man football. So needless to say, me, me and Cecil had met, and I he, he was he was a little bit older than me, so he kind of. Kind of picked on me a little bit, but Cecil Lammy is a brilliant guy, and he said that that was an amazing pick. And then he went into the whole spiel about how um, how this guy uh, just impressed him so much at the Senior Bowl. He taught himself how to play center, mm-hmm. and he played so well at center at the Senior Bowl. Cecil scouted him as a center, and he never played center at Wisconsin Whitewater. Did you know that? Did not know that. Yeah, so he played left guard, but at, at the senior bowl he played center, and, and Cecil Lamy said that he, he excelled at center. And he taught himself by snapping the ball to um, trash cans, like 30-gallon trash cans. Wow. Yeah. So th- this is the kind of guy, you know, this, these are the kind of guys that he just loves football, man. And if you can get a guy that loves football, I, I mean, you can't go wrong. Oh, absolutely not. And the kid looks like a beast. And mm-hmm. now with Jawan James being out, yeah, officially now, um, yep. not, I don't think he still would have played. Uh, but that, now there would be something interesting that we might be able to save 20 mil off of him because it was, I guess, yeah, he got injured off offside or some ridiculous thing. I don't I mean, that's, I don't know much, you know. So they're doing that whole CBA thing where they all kind of, Boycotted the the CB or the uh, OTAs. Yeah, this last week, and then he gets hurt off off site. It's a it's <laughs> players being stupid, man. I don't know. They yeah. they just get so owned by their their labor agreements. Just they just always get owned. The owners just crush them in uh, collective bargaining agreements. So yep. this is one of those. Hey, this is 
case in point. Um, you know, I was I was expecting uh, Juwan James to play this year. I was expecting him to be a huge part of the offense, and uh, this was a big blow, really. It's a huge blow, and um, I'm not for sure who's out there left. Maybe a healthy Swartz, maybe, <clears throat> year at least. I don't know how healthy he is. So here's, you know, Miners is a left guard by trade. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a left guard, Dalton Reisner. Yep. Dalton Reisner played right tackle at Kansas mm-hmm. State. He's an All-American. I know it's crazy to say kick him out for right guard, and I know I've, I've seen, you know, offensive linemen, uh, Tyler Columbus, say that that's just bananas. Why would you do that? Why would you kick a guy who's doing really well on a really good, like, Pro Bowl projection trajectory and kick him out to right tackle? You never know what he's going to do at right tackle. But – you got a couple kids, actually. The Natani uh, Mutai, who they drafted last year, and this uh, Quinn Miners, Miners, that can just they, they they both can play left guard, and you you kick out Reisner out to right tackle, and maybe you drafted, maybe you drafted your replacement by by uh, you know subtract addition by subtraction, and you can kick out Reisner over there to right tackle. And, uh, and have one of those two young guys play guard. Wouldn't be a, I mean, it couldn't hurt us. Right tackle's been our weakest spot for the last quite a while. So, I mean, it's worth a shot. That's what I'm saying. I, I, think, you're gonna see a, I think you're going to see a lot of a lot of rising around tackle, maybe even um, just, just, you know, once training camp kicks off, hopefully uh, – they try them out over there. We'll see. I mean, they're, they've obviously, they're obviously going to have a plan. There's a couple of guys that they can bring in. Man, I, I just – I feel bad for Juwan James, to be honest with you. I know he hasn't played. He's kind of the butt of the joke. But, I mean, when he does play, he's he's excellent. So, I was hoping that he would play this year. And, <laughs> man, I'm bummed for him. It would have been nice to see, um, but no, I'm with you on that one, and hopefully he gets a speedy recovery. Uh, nonetheless, of course, um, I don't watch any of the third day. I was I don't get into that kind of – they go too fast for me. I love yeah. I love the Baron Browning pickup, the linebacker out of Ohio State to end day two. Yeah, man. It was a pretty – Can you believe – Can you believe he was there? I was not. I wow, couldn't. amazing, when we picked him up, I'm like, love it. This kid can play. What pick was that, like 101 or 102 uh, or something like that? The 105. Can you believe we got that guy at 105? And he was projected to be, you know, a, a mid, mid to early second-round pick. And so that's a really good really good value. Uh, we traded uh, two third-round picks for the one uh, for 71, right? So we got Miner, Miners and, uh, and Browning at the end of the third round. Mm-hmm. For this, for that seventy-one, I, I think that's excellent value. I think that shows um, what kind of uh, what kind of draft they had. I think you know they had a they had a plan in mind and, and a plan in place. And the way the board fell to them, it looks like they did an excellent job scouting. I think uh, their scouting department just was all world this year. And uh, you got to give you got to get those picks. The way they dra- the way they knew that those picks were going to fall to them, at, at least two of they said six 
Mm-hmm. For those two picks to fall to them and know that those two picks could fall to them, that is an excellent job by the scouting department. So real big shout out to uh, Peyton and the scouting department for those two picks. I agree. I think this is one of their deep, more better drafts, I think, overall. But, you know, I love what we did just in general, because if you look at, you know, get it, we're not, you know, we didn't make the big splashes like a lot of people thought. But, I mean, if you think about it, I mean, I, I know day three was practically defense, defense, defense. And yeah. and um, I know Seth Williams, a receiver at Auburn, he can be a big-time special teams player. Yeah, that's what I added depth yeah. and he added competition on the defensive side. And that's something that we lacked is depth. And I think he did phenomenal adding more depth and see, hey, like he says, competition. Let's see who can arise from it at this point. Yeah, I mean that uh the Denver Broncos secondary is uh nothing to sneeze at. They have some they, they this is the deepest secondary I've ever I've ever seen on any team. Ever. Literally the yeah. deepest. I mean, it, look, look at you got uh, who's it? Fuller and um, who's the oh, geez, Callahan skips me. Who's the other free agent signing that we got? Uh, Derby, Derby, yeah, yeah, yeah. You got those two guys, and then you have Bryce Callahan, and then you draft a PS2, and then the safeties are, are Simmons and 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 K-Jack. And then you draft two more safeties yep. uh, in the fifth round. Um, some people are saying, hey, man, those are those are steals in the fifth round. So um, I don't know much about those guys. Um, what I've heard is that they – high school, um, the kid from uh, Texas was a five-star recruit out of Texas. So when you're a five-star recruit out of Texas, that's that's a pretty good pedigree. And then the other guy from Indiana, it, they, they projected him to go in the second round. Mm-hmm. So for him to be there in the fifth, I mean, and then you just you, – you got – you have so much depth now in the secondary. And, and now you can play – now and now you can play with anybody in the, in the world, really, um, in terms of, of, your, of your coverage scheme. So I think this is a really – this is a, a – a shout out to the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, I think that this is how they're going to have to. They're this is a draft to stop the Kansas City Chiefs, and uh, I think they did a really excellent job of uh, doing that. I, I thought they did a phenomenal job, and um, I think now you get Aaron Rodgers, man. AFC West is going to be fun. If you get Aaron Rodgers with this with this defense, man, um, and this offense, well, I would say hopefully we won't have to give up. I'm hoping just draft picks. This offense, yeah. Aaron Rodgers, especially this receiving core, this offense can uh, score some points, and they can score pretty quick. Well, yeah. So you got. I think Sutton is just about as good as uh, Devontae Adams. So and then who do you have as second second options in in Green Bay outside of Devontae Adams? Exactly. None. Exactly. Yeah, you, who knows, right? Yeah. But here in Denver you got Fant, Judy, Hamler, uh the new kid Seth Williams. You got uh man, I mean Deshaun Hamilton, who knows with Deshaun Hamilton at, you know, he might 
Excel too. He might shock some people about how good he is. Uh, Tim Patrick as well. Tim Patrick, I forgot about let me. Yep. You you forget about a guy like Tim Patrick. You know what I'm saying? Because we have playmakers just falling out of the pockets. Like, oh, Tim Patrick fell out. Oh, I, be, I guess I better put him back in the offensive uh, scheme there. So, I mean, yeah, with this offense and now this defense, I mean, whew. honestly, honestly, with Aaron Rodgers, we win, we contend for a Super Bowl. Well, you would have to throw us in the mix. You would have to. I mean, I, I grant – the last six, you know, five, six years haven't been the most pleasant, but you would have, you would ha- absolutely have to throw us in the mix just because of it's Aaron, it's Aaron Rodgers. You would have. So, to. so here's the thing: like, you, if if that's the case, then the price doesn't matter. You, you know what I'm saying? So, if if you go from saying like you're a top five contending Super Bowl champion from a bottom ten. Mm-hmm team to a top five team what what would you give up for that how many draft picks would it take you from now until say 2030 to get to that point so i mean i what price is not a problem i think the, the the broncos would be willing to give up the farm literally the farm to put themselves in a position to win another super now if the Denver Broncos can put themselves in a position to be contenders, and let's say let's say they do land Aaron Rodgers, how valuable does that make the Denver Broncos in terms of the sale? Like you could sell this team. That's a that's a maybe an extra billion dollars to the to the price tag of the of the team. Oh, by far, yeah. Come I mean, now, you're so. Now you're getting close, if not in the mix, to win another world championship. Right, and how much is how much is that worth oh. to a, a, a prospective owner? Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? So at this point, price is not an object, right? So if they if they want three first rounders and Bradley Chubb, like I love Bradley Chubb, but you got to give it up, man. Like, thank you for your service, Bradley. Have a great career in Green Bay. I love you. I love the kid. See you later, man. Well, with Baron Browning coming in, you can be, and he might be able to fill that void. It's a big boy. It's a big, that's a big loss, but it's not Aaron Rodgers. And it just goes to show you, like, when that five pick, when we took, when we took Chubb, it helps us get a quarterback, but maybe we should have just taken a quarterback. Man. Now, can you swap out? I'm trying to think on the defensive line. Would Dre, uh, would Jones be able to play on the end on to replace Chubb? Uh, He's low. Here, word around the campfire is that the Packers want to. They want him. Uh, yeah, that, that's what I've heard. Wow. Um, yeah, he's a, like, I know, like, he seems like a, like a name that just, you know, Bronco fans might only know. Anyway, we're really excited about him. But inside of NFL circles, they think that this kid is the next star on our defense. 
Yeah. And what I've heard is that he might be, Tremont Jones might be a guy that they package that Green Bay absolutely requires to, to move Aaron Rodgers. I like that. Yeah. I mean, I, mean, I, 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 I like Draymond, but yeah. I He's like not Draymond. Aaron Rodgers. He's not a quarterback. No, exactly. I, look, the package that we can put together for Aaron Rodgers, and you can mix him in, and, and let's say it's Judy. Let's say it's Judy in three first. Okay, now still we have Sutton. We have KJ. Uh, KJ Hamler. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Patrick, Fan. Fan, Deshaun Hamilton. You got Sutton. Albert O. You know, he can. Albert O. Yeah. So, I mean, and, and look, he's going to bring up all these players. Like, all these guys are going to, he's going to make them better. Well, look so, what Peyton, Peyton Manning did when he was here. Exactly. He made be a whole lot better. Yeah, well, he made 88 one of the best players in the NFL. Yeah. So, and, and, uh, and, uh, and eight, who's 80? Uh, Thomas. Oh, God. I forgot, yeah. his, I forgot his name, Julius. Julius Thomas. <laughs> or, or, oh, my or, God. Paul, with, with him, with him catching touchdown passes at an alarming rate from Peyton Manning, he made him look great. Yeah, because Julius Thomas didn't do nothing after he left. Nothing. Is he still no. in the league? Do we know? I don't think so. I hate saying that. I really don't know. I, haven't seen I don't think he left. Say hello to my little guy here. Say hello to my little really? friend. My little friend here. <laughs> He's excited. See. Hey, hey, hey. We're doing. We're doing a podcast. We'll. I'll be done. We'll be done here in a little bit. Man. We're talking Broncos. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I love I love the I like the draft. I thought Peyton and his staff, as you mentioned earlier, uh, did a phenomenal job and uh, outstanding job. I will say this, of course, switching to, to the NFL alone. Why is it every year we have the number one overall pick? We know exactly who they're going to take. Why does it take 15 minutes for them, even though it's a 10 minute clock, 15 minutes to say who they're going to say? Why can't we just ever? I just don't get why we have to wait 10 minutes for them to, to finally say, oh, it's Trevor Lawrence. Like, we all knew it wasn't – I mean, come on now. Yeah, well, when when uh, when uh, you got Marty Smith at your uh, house at your draft party, I think that's a pretty good uh, indication that you know you're going to get taken number one. You know, it's all theatrical. It's all, you know, the show. We know we know it's going to be – Well, ex- I we mean – Trevor since 1999 when he was born, whatever. So we knew it was going to be Trevor. Uh, <laughs> it's all it's all a show. You know how the NFL has to do it. Yep. Now, of course, uh, Zach wasn't going to, which no, was no surprise. Trey Lance, uh, I know we called it um, three. You called Francisco. that one. San Francisco. Kyle Pitts, the one that you Kyle. called. I really thought Atlanta was going to trade it. Um, boy, that, that's a number. That's a beautiful pick for the Falcons. Oh, yeah, yeah. We talked about that in depth on uh, uh, on Tuesday or last week, or last week on, when we did the show. Uh, yeah, that was that's a good pick. 
that's one of those. Uh, that's a game changer. That's one of those game changers. Jamar Chase goes to Cincinnati. I really thought Swill should have been there. You got to protect your quarterback. I know they got another got a lineman in the second round, but it's Cincinnati. Yeah, Cincinnati does. Cincinnati's going to do Cincinnati, man. They're going to Cincinnati. Um, yeah, Penny Sewell is – that was a no-brainer pick. Man. And they took, they took a really good player. Don't get me wrong. I mean, well, yeah, I'm not knocking Chase and what he did at LSU, but they, – They're going to team him up with Joe, uh, with Joe mm-hmm. like they did back in LSU days. And uh, that's going to be um, – that's a really – uh, that was the first head scratcher of the draft, I thought. Yeah, because I mean, yeah, you get the you get the the combination with with Chase and, and Jojo, but um, I get <clears throat> I forgot who was was saying it, but I get that you gotta have talent for your quarterback, but at the same time, you gotta give your quarterback some time to sit in the pocket and throw it to your receivers and. I mean, I don't know, but I, I thought that was the most – definitely the head-scratcher. Yeah, I think I think there's probably a lot of fans in, in Cincinnati, too, that really want a receiver. Don't get me wrong. I think they are really happy about having a playmaker. Um, but I think real savvy fans know that the, the picture of them so. Uh Water goes to Miami at six. Uh, Swell goes to – Detroit, of course, J.C. Horn goes to Carolina. Uh, PT. What do you think of that pick? What do you think of that pick? You know, I really thought that was going to be Sertan right there. Yeah. I really what, what thought, But uh, What do you think they went Horn instead? You know, I like to know. I want to see what pulls up and you think. You know, the only thing I can think of. Um, the Carolina roots. The Carolina roots. Maybe he's closest to home and. Maybe, of course, you know, his family. So a lot of jerseys, maybe. Could be. Yeah, well, that was the first pick where the uh, the, the, the fans at, right, at the uh, at the draft, J.C. Horn, and they all went, oh, uh, okay, I guess. Man. That I think a lot of people thought Devontae Smith, I think, was going to land there as well. Or PT, yeah. or PS2, and yeah, man. Well, I mean, JC Horn's no slouch. Oh, I love the way he know. he can fill and tackle, and I think that's uh, that's a really good that's a really good player. Of course, PS2 goes to Denver. Oh, how pissed off were the Dallas Cowboy fans? That was the moment I I, right, I went right to sleep right before that or after that. That made my night. I don't oh. know what the Broncos did. Knowing that we picked Dallas's player, they had a trade. <laughs> Not only did they trade, but they traded with their inner division rival. <laughs> they traded with Philly. Philadelphia. They were like, Philadelphia. <laughs> The Philadelphia's, they, they traded their top 10 pick to the Philadelphia's because they were so flabbergasted oh, that the Denver yeah. Broncos selected their guy. They, they, they probably already had jerseys made uh, of Sertan ready for him to get two down. 
Well, I'm sure I'm, I'm you know, I don't, I'm not a huge Jared Jones fan at all. But I'm sure Jared Jones yeah. probably mentally was thinking one or two or one of three things. One, Denver's going to trade it to Green Bay. Two, they're going to get Micah Parsons. Or three, they're going to get a quarterback. So I'm, I'm sure theoretically they're going to say PS2 uh, is going to come down here and here's our guy. But instead, yeah, they did that. I was like, oh, Dallas trades back. I'm like, yep, we pissed him off, which I loved it. I can't stand that. Uh, man, I was, I was, I think that's the most. That was the best part of the whole pick to me. Is like, all right, we got to, we took Dallas's guy, <laughs> and then who did they end up taking? They took Michael Parsons, like the, the exact thing that we called it. Because I said, what about? Can you imagine if Michael Parsons went to Dallas with Zeke? Uh, uh, debauchery. That's the word that comes to mind. Bad idea. Bad idea. You just don't have the leadership there in Dallas for a guy like that. Yeah. I hope Micah does well for his own sake. I don't know if he's going to have much of a career. Um, We'll see. Well, I I think he's an outstanding football player. But uh, can he stay out of trouble? Yeah, that's the problem. That's the problem. And it's Dallas, so, you know. And Zeke is there. Zeke is going to be like, hey, you know. Come to a party. I saw me at one party, and now, like I said, they can. Uh, it's, a bad, it's a bad idea. Oh, it's gonna be horrible. What's your thoughts on Justin Fields going to Chicago? Man, I hope he's good there. I hope he does well for Chicago. Uh, I really do. I, I and I know there's gonna be a lot of Broncos fans that are like, see. We should have taken Justin Fields. It was such a dumb pick. Like he, he turned out he's going to be a great player. Do you know that that the Chicago Bears have never had a four thousand yard passer? In the I didn't realize that. Yeah. I I just hope Justin Fields is the guy they've been looking for because they really deserve they deserve a a good quarterback and a guy that they can report in Chicago. So I, he, I, I, he can easily beat out Andy Dalton. Oh yeah, yeah. He's he's his his in the uh, mortal words of uh, Michael Jordan, the ceiling is the roof for that guy. Um, that bit where Michael Jordan is talking to the NC football team at Chapel Hill, and he tells them all like, "Hey man, the ceiling is the roof." So. Uh, so for Justin Fields, uh, the ceiling is the roof, and I hope that he uh, falls out for the Chicago. Or two, yeah. Um, it'd be nice to see him do well. Of course, Michael Parsons to Dallas. We'll see how that goes. Um, Slater, Charter. Great pick. Oh, I love that pick. So right now on Broncos Radio. Um, they're talking about we could have taken Slater and that would have sealed the right tackle problem. And we should have known that we weren't going to have a right tackle this year. And that was, we should have taken Slater. And, what do you think about that? See, I was, I thought that would be a route that they would go to. I just think the corner was the biggest need because I know we mentioned it was Fuller was on a one-year deal. Callahan's contract expires. And everything else kind of falls into place as well. 
I just thought it'd be nice to have a guy in your secondary four or five years compared to an offensive, uh, to a right tackle that, I mean, I understand every player's a risk, but, uh, I, I like our pick, even though a lot of people were kind of upset that Slater wasn't to Denver, but I think it's put better. Easy, easy to say now, right? Easy to say. Oh, exactly. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, look at Juwan Jibs as tore his Achilles, and we should have taken Slater. Like, well, that's not how this works. No, I mean, well, exactly. I mean, we may walk into the next, you know, into OTAs and camp and all that come the fall, and guess oh, what? Don't say, uh, don't say it. Don't say it. No more. Guess what? Juwan James could have torn a or ACL then. So... Yeah, and then it would have been really bad because no. then the, now there's no – now who do you replace him with? Mm-hmm. Now you're putting a Band-Aid, you know what I mean? Now you gotta, now you got to throw some lipstick on the pig and hope it, hope it looks like – hope it looks better. Now, you know, the biggest issue – of course, I'm, I hate saying this, but we're just gonna, I'm just going to say it anyway. The biggest issue, we don't make, make a trade for Aaron Rodgers and Drew Lockett's an A-season-ending injury, and then we have who? Brett Rappin? Uh, honestly, is it is that is the only quarterback left besides Locke? I think. Well, I mean, we got Teddy Bridgewater, right? Oh yeah, that's right. So we talked about that. We talked about that last week, and and yeah. then the very next day they went out and 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 picked up Teddy Bridgewater for basically nothing. Nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Yeah. That's a great pick too. So, I mean, yeah. I mean, Peyton's talking about how. Teddy Bridgewater is a uh, he cooled on the quarterback position as soon as they took picked up Teddy Bridgewater. I I, I don't think that's true. I think uh, if if Aaron Rodgers' name doesn't come up Thursday afternoon, I think maybe maybe they take Justin Fields. See, I agree. I think that kind of ruined the whole quarterback. Draft. Yeah, I think it made it made it yeah. absolutely obvious to them. Like, hey, we can we they can put such a great package together to go get him that they know that the Raiders don't have a package like that. They can't package a Chubb or a Draymond or you know or or say even a Jerry Judy. They don't have a package rugs to go get that guy. You know what I'm saying? So they don't have what the Broncos have to offer the Packers in terms of of compensation. So the Broncos know that if they want to go get Aaron Rodgers, they can go get Aaron Rodgers. And so it just made perfect sense to go with the guy they went with. Well, you know, I do have a number 12 jersey hanging in my closet. I just have to put tape over the guys. Yeah. 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 I can make it look reachable. I mean – yeah. <laughs> you got the three jersey too. Yes, uh, I hey, I got Tim Tebow's in there too. Let me pull that out. <laughs> I like that. I like that Tebow jersey. You know, everybody gives Tebow a lot of crap, but that guy's cool. I did hear that he worked out as a tight end for Jacksonville. I don't know how that went, but well, he he uh, he just probably want to hang out with his old coach. Yeah, hey, I don't blame him. I would too. Elijah Fear Tucker goes to the Jets, which I liked. I thought that was a wonderful pickup. Uh, wonderful pickup. for Wilson's uh, protection sake. 
What's yeah, your you got Beckton and, and, and that guy now. So you got the, the best yeah. guard in the draft and, and, and quite possibly the best tackle in the draft last year in a really deep tackle draft uh, in 2020. And now you're kind of – now you're starting to put something together there in uh, in New York. I like it. I like the – Yeah, pick. me too. Me too. Uh, real quick, uh, Zayvon Collins goes to Arizona and linebacker. Alex Leatherwood, offensive tackle, goes to the Va- uh, Raiders. Um, <laughs> what do you think about that pick? You know, Bama's offensive lineman hasn't done what hasn't they've done well in the draft, but a lot of them haven't done much either. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't in know. Vegas, they the Raiders being the Raiders, they always tend to ruin someone's career. I just have a feeling this guy's career is gonna be pretty crappy. Oh, that's too bad. But no, I, I like it. Just I mean, he's a heck of a college player. Yeah, he was. I like him too. I I, I I try to watch him a lot. I thought maybe the Broncos would have a shot at him in the second round. I was hoping he would have he would have been I know been the long shot, but yeah, well yeah, with the Raiders picking. I like uh can you believe Caleb Farley went twenty two overall the corner yes. out of Virginia Tech. Yeah, he had that uh, back surgery, so because he had that back surgery he would stop plummeted. But man, that's a great pick. Uh, where'd he go, Tennessee? Tennessee. Tennessee got a good baller, man. He got a, they got a baller. Uh, Greg Newsom goes to uh, goes to Cleveland. Quietly, maybe the quietly, a gr- fantastic pick. You know, I like that Greg Newsom. I thought he might even have, he was my sleeper of the entire first round. Yep. So for him to for him to. Uh, uh, get picked up by the Brownies and pair him up with the uh, who's that kid that they got from Ohio State that they really like? They took over Chubb. What's that kid's name? Oh, um, dang it. Yeah. My mind isn't working. Yeah, my mind's a, was a long day at work. Um, mine too. So, yeah, that guy. So, they got they, they have a really they have a really dynamic uh secondary now, too. So, go Brownies. Good pick. I like it. Uh, uh, Najee Harris, running back from Bama, goes to Pittsburgh, which I thought was interesting. Um, Sound pick. Yeah. Rashad Batman, wide receiver in Minnesota, goes to Baltimore. I love that pick. That kid can play. He's a baller. Him and Marquise Brown should be all right as a duo. Uh, I hope Marquise Brown can do something. If he can stay healthy for once. Man. Um, last but not least, I'm not gonna get everybody's names in, but that's perfectly fine. Mac mm-hmm. Jones, um, who Mac Jones, 18th, 17th overall to New, uh, from New England. Mac Jones, Mac quarterback, Jones. Alabama. Oh, Mac Jones, Mac, Mac Jones. Jones. Oh, man, Belichick got his quarterback of the future, <laughs> oh, man, dude. I thought Mac Jones is going to go three, and then he slips to 15. And I'll tell you what. He should have probably slipped a little bit farther, to be honest with you. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm well, like I mentioned last week on the show, I'm just not a huge – I'm not completely sold on him. It's a weird pick because they have Cam, right? Mm-hmm. 
So how do they how do they put those two on the same team? Well, he's a horrible quarterback to learn from. Well, I mean, what offense do you do you install two different offenses? Because Mac doesn't run what Mac Cam doesn't runs. run at all. You would Mac have can. to you would have to do a thing to where and see you're gonna be so predictable because if you know Cam's in, he's gonna run. It's kind of it's yeah. kind of like a wildcat all over again. Because Mac can't run I, at all. Yeah, it's a weird, it's a weird dynamic with those two quarterbacks and, and how you implement your offense. So I who knows? Good pick, I guess. We'll, well see. They got their well, we presume they got their their quarterback of the future, but I mean we thought we had Paxton Lynch. We thought we had our quarterback of the future, and that went nowhere. And All right. And, <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, he's pretty good at Call of Duty. So I've heard. I don't. I don't know. I don't play. I don't play video games. But Paxton Lynch is a baller at Call of Duty. What if he's he ever didn't work? I wonder if Paxton Lynch listens to podcasts, and if he does, I wonder if he would ever come on one. No. You can ask him a million mm-hmm. questions. Like, how does it feel knowing that you went, you were the hot shot of Denver to, well, to crying on the sidelines? Being... <laughs> <laughs> Dude, playing Call of Duty. Are you crying? There's no crying. <laughs> There's no crying. Oh That's my God. Lynch crying. He's crying, sir. <laughs> I, uh, man, look. <sighs> I, honestly, I don't think Paxton listens to anything except his headphones and, and, and his. I don't know. I don't know anything about Call of Duty. But I think that's I don't what either. I, yeah, I don't either. So, yeah, oh, man. I don't think he listens. I, I dude. Being here and listening to him talk and listening to him do any sort of interaction with anybody, it's like obvious to me that is not the guy you want to put the keys of a Super Bowl team. Yep. You don't want to give him the keys. He's like a drunk driver. It's God. like handing the keys to a drunk driver, dude. <laughs> Bad idea. Like, who's been drinking? Uh, I have. Like, okay, the know. first one that admits. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay, here, here I Paxton just drank a fifth of vodka. <laughs> and you threw him the keys to the Porsche. And, and honestly, since then, since that pit, we've been reeling. It's mm-hmm. been bad choice after bad choice after bad choice since then. And so, I mean, yeah, he's a, he's that guy that you, you take and you go, whoop, that, that just ruined the whole franchise. Yeah. Well, and it's true not to, not to, you know, put it all on him, but that pick was, they, you know, he's on the cover of Sports Illustrated magazine. And, you know, he was, this guy was like practically God in Denver. And, yeah. you know, that was, let's just say he was a one-hit wonder. Uh, he had a hit. Yeah, it was uh getting drafted. That was his wonder. Oh, oh, yeah. 
Wait, wasn't he at like a bowling alley when he got drafted? Like, come on, dude. Yeah, I think he was. was and there, he like, some, maybe at a his, roller. His, his touchdown celebration dance, his little whatever he was during it, that was stupid. He can't dance. I mean, I can't either, but still. I mean, do you need a quarterback that can dance? Because, I mean, I think we got one. <laughs> I think that's the last thing we need right now. Hey, he can rap, though, too. Oh, I heard. I heard. Yeah, yeah so I was in San Diego a couple – about a month ago, about six weeks ago, I guess. And, uh, yeah, one of the guys, he saw I was wearing a Bronco, something Broncos, and he's like, oh, Broncos. Because they're like our little brother right now. I'm like, oh, shut up. You know? He's like, oh, well, at least you got a cute little dancer quarterback. And I'm like, oh, no. And he's like, oh, he, he's cute. He prances. And I'm like, oh, no, dude, please. So that is the perspective. That is how the rest of the world perceives the Denver Broncos. Is that we have a quarterback that dances cool. Oh, my God. That's so rough, dude. And what do you say? What you know me? What am I going to say? Like, stop it. Well, you can't bash their quarterback. Their quarterback. That's my quarterback. That's my quarterback. Like, no, do a to. Put your sunglasses on, Clyde, and do a to. That's my quarterback. That's my quarterback. I need to get her. <laughs> dude. It's not. Well, hopefully, we get a quarterback that's about uh, 15 years older than what we currently have. And then yeah. can we get a grown up, please, in the building? Can we get a, a please get us a grown up for that position? Please. <laughs> that's all I want a grown up. One time. Oh we haven't had a grown up since Peyton left. I know. On either side of the football, to be fair. Well, yeah, it's been a long time. It's been tough since Peyton left. You get a guy like Rogers coming in the door, and people will listen, man. It'll be like, oh, yes, sir. Yes, Mr. Rogers. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I will make sure to do a discount double check on every route I run. Yes, sir. Absolutely, sir. Thank you, sir. Oh, my God. Yeah, he's a baller, man. I think think that's going to be our quarterback 2021. We'll see. I think I think so too. It's either gonna be Aaron or a kid named Drew. I think that's what we're down to for twenty one. Yeah, I think everybody's gonna forget about Drew Luck. Could easily, I could see easily. I could easily see that. Twenty twenty one. Everybody's gonna be like Drew what? Drew Luck? No, Drew Luck. Drew Luck. Not Drew Luck. I don't know. Whatever his name. Or is. you could see a situation to where Aaron Rodgers gets hurt mid season, and here comes Drew Luck to save the day. <laughs> you say that don't you say that save the day he comes in and saves the day <laughs> he starts rapping and bobbing his head while he walks on the field <laughs> oh, no. oh god i mean i guess if he saves the day you can rap you can rock oswallow 2.0 i don't care if you if you bring the crunk cup to the sideline and make it rain. You save the day. You can do whatever you want. But until you're not five and eleven, guy, please stop. Please don't do that. We well, you know he's uh, please please he's... do something. We just need him to grow up. Look, man, he's not mature. 
He it's needs obvious. a goatee, okay? He needs to quit being clean shaven and he just can, have a. Can he even grow a goatee? He looks too much like Zach Morris. Is that his he problem? does? I, 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 that bothers me. It, it feels like we have a quarterback who plays quarterback on TV. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like he's a Friday Night Lights guy. And now, sir, I mean, he's like, he's the guy that is in the leading role he's he stars on the denver broncos you know what i mean the the tv show he's the glitz and the glam and and but when it's really time to do dirty work to be a a professional i think he shies away from that a little bit honestly i'm sure have you seen the full house remember full house yeah, of course. I can now see Denver. I can now see Denver doing like a commercial, where it's like not a commercial, but like the intro with the team on it, and like Full House. I can name whatever they want. And here, like Drew Locke, like dropping the football or something. Can anyway like waving. <laughs> he drops like oh, and then he goes, <laughs> and everyone goes ah, Drew, Butterfingers, Butterfingers. He doesn't care. <laughs> he drops the church's money, just puts it on the ground, like, oh! and then everybody goes, and darn it, Drew, you big stinky jerk face. And then he redeems himself. He's, he's, dude, <laughs> he's Joey. He's Joey. <laughs> he's Joey. Damn you. And he somehow redeems himself every day. He comes, have you seen me dance? Like, yeah. <laughs> what else is... I don't know, man. <laughs> oh, just, my God. I'm just ready for a grown-up, man. I'm just ready for a grown-up in that room, to be honest with you. Dude, I'm just ready to make the playoffs. I don't, care. I don't care if we go far or not. I just want to make the playoffs. I do. I want to win the I mean, Super Bowl. I did too, but my God, at this rate, let's just get in first. But can we make the playoffs with Drew Locke as our quarterback? Honestly. I don't. Dude, do you really think Vic Fangio wants him to be the quarterback? Well, Vic Fangio, he, he hopes we can get Aaron Rodgers because his job's in the hot seat. Exactly. That's exactly right. Exactly right. But he's hoping we can pull the strings to get Aaron Rodgers to Denver. He'll do whatever it takes, right? Well, he's going to have to. He'll do whatever it takes. Yeah, and all jokes aside, no. If Vic Vangio wants to be here in 22, he's going to have to be like, George, I'll do anything. Just get this guy to Denver. Yep, absolutely, 100%. Yeah, there's no way that he's going into this season stacked as he is on defense with that as his quarterback room. It just is not – it is not an option. Well, it can't I, be an option. It can't be. And you pass up on a quarterback in the draft. So there's obvious, obviously they have a plan in place. Mm-hmm. I don't this does not make sense as the plan. You got this team assembled. The way it's assembled right now, there's no way in the world that Drew Locke. Yeah, you're gonna go into this season with Drew Locke as your quarterback. There's no way. Well, no, if you want to win, you know, I don't care if you go 17-0 or you can go 9-8, and but they're going to have to really 
if they don't trade for Aaron Rodgers, I have no idea. Then George Payton must really trust Drew. That's all I'm going to say. Because boy, man, yeah. yeah. Do you trust him? Do you trust him as your quarterback? Hey, Drew? Do you trust him to make the leap? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, it's an easy question. It's, well, yes it's an easy no. question. It's, yeah. I mean, you know it. You know it. It'd be nice to see him flash, but we see more f- hiccups than we do flashes. That's the thing. That's the problem is that, you know, half of Broncos country is so divided on this guy. And it's like so divided. And it's because, well, one, he's Zach Morris. And let's face it, like, people just like Zach Morris. Okay. But then he flashes. And sometimes he's like really good. And you're like, oh my God, dude, he's a baller. He, he just is – you can't – so there was an adage that I heard. Uh, Chad Brown, um, he was on the fan a couple of weeks ago talking about his time playing in New England with uh, Coach Belichick. Mm-hmm. And he said that uh, – Coach Belichick said, what do you think of the team? To Chad, it was his first couple months on the, on the job or whatever, eight OTAs or something like that. And Chad Brown's like, you know, you're coming off of a Super Bowl championship, but I, to be honest with you, I thought you guys would be better than this, more talented than this. He's like, yep, exactly. Here's the thing is that you got a guy like Larry Izzo over here who's who's a six or a seven on his best day, but every day is his best day. He's a six, he's a seven every single day, right? Mm-hmm. And you got these guys that are sixes and sevens, but they're sixes and sevens daily on a daily basis. You know that it, when it's crunch time, that they're going to be a seven, right? I can win with guys that I know are going to be a seven, as opposed to guys that are a nine on Tuesday yep. and a two on Sunday, or you know, some days that are really really good, or some days that are just they just look like they've never thrown a football before or seen a football before, right? So how do you put those guys in critical situations not knowing whether they're going to be the nine or the two? So Drew Locke is a nine and a two, and that does not mean that he's a five or a six. That means you cannot trust him to be either one of those two things. So that's, you know, using that, mentality and that in that analogy how do you trust drew law to go into the season when sometimes he's a, a nine and sometimes mm. he's a two you just can't as a coach as vic fangio you can't trust that and and a lot of bronco fans and a lot of broncos country looks at it and says well drew, he's a nine sometimes and yeah he is yes he is i can point to games where all of a sudden he's a nine but He's not a nine every time. So you cannot trust him. You cannot go, you can't, you cannot go into the season with him as your quarterback because sometimes he's a two. And when the when it's crunch time and when it's time to play the, the, the Chiefs on Sunday night football, you don't know if he's gonna be a nine or a two that day. And how do you go into the game? How do you prepare for the Chiefs when you know Mahomes is going to be a nine? Yep. He's going to be a nine that day. 
So can you be a nine and match him? Or are you going to, or probably not, right? Well, you can, no you can, what you can be assured of is that he's probably not going to be a nine. So, I mean, how do you win with that? How do you win with that? Well, you can't win because what kills what kills you, your offensive production, you're down in numbers, which forces the defense to be out there nonstop in the, on the field, which people are like, well, that's one of the best defenses they probably – and, yeah, the defense is phenomenal. But guess what? Eventually, the 55th minute, the 56th minute, these guys are worn out because guess what? And they're constantly out on the field because continuously three and out, three and out, and occasion, fumble, fumble, turnover, pickoff, whatever you want to call it. So, I mean, I feel bad <sighs> about the defense. They get a lot of, you know – Heckler's out there, but you can't. I mean, I can't blame them because they're exhausted because they're always out on the field. Yeah, yeah, that's another thing. Like, how does the defense trust him? So, how how, how do you, how do you go into the season with Von Miller? Can Von trust? You can't. You can't well, let's be honest. And let's be honest. We know we know he wants to win. He's on his down here slope now. He obviously wants yeah, to oh, win. Yeah. yeah, he stuck it up, man. He's gone from the very very top of the top to the to the bottom of the yep. bottom. And he's ridden it out. So you you owe it to him and, and to all of us, too, as Broncos. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, this is the longest that we've ever seen the Denver Broncos be, be terrible in our lifetimes. Mm-hmm. You owe it to us. You owe it to us. I don't care if he's a six. You got to put a guy that's going to be a six every day as a quarterback. Excuse me. You're good, but no, I mean it's my thing. I like the fact that he's youth. You know, he's young because you can practically build around the offenses. You know, the, as far as I know, they're the youngest team in the league. But <clears throat> at the same time, though, you got to win. I mean, that's just all there's to it. And I just like I told a buddy of mine on his show probably two three months ago was he asked me what do you think about Drew. I like his flashes, but at the same time, he's got a lot of inconsistencies. I mean, that's <clears throat> where we're at. We just don't know what Drew Locke's going to get. We're going to get on that yeah. given Sunday or Monday or, or Thursday afternoon yeah. football on Thanksgiving. Can't win with that. No. No. So, <clears throat> I think it's a foregone conclusion. He's gone. Oh, absolutely. I think uh, – I think now the rumors of, of course, Aaron Rodgers now being in Mexico. I think he knows his days in Denver are, are numbered, if not completely yeah. down and now. And uh, it's tricky <clears throat> business, and we'll see what Denver decides to do with them. They may say, hey, let's put you as backup and let's see if you can learn under Rodgers, or they may ship him out to sale, and that will be all she wrote for him. Yeah, I think that's uh, that's what they're kind of leaning on. I don't think he's going to – in my opinion, he's not a starter anywhere else right about now. So I, You know – and he's probably not even a backup because you can't be inconsistent as a backup. No. You need to be Brett Rippon as a backup, right? Brett Rippon to me is the guy that I would keep as a backup quarterback over Drew Locke. I think he's a better backup because you know whether Brett Rippon is a five on Tuesday, he's going to mm. be a five on Friday, and he's going to be a five on Sunday. Yeah, he's not. He's not going to set the world on fire. No. That's not his game. But he's going to be consistent, and you know he's going to know where his reads are. And you know, you know he's going to know where to go with the football. You cannot say that for Drew. 
No, uh, no. So I would take a five is a five is a five as a backup as opposed to a nine or a two as a backup. I agree. You got it. Yeah. I because agree. if if Aaron Rodgers goes down, at least you know what you have. At least you know what you're going into the battle with, right? And Brett's one to know. He's undefeated. Yeah, on a on a short week. Exactly. On a short week, and on, on in his only start in the NFL, he, he did it on a Thursday night on the road in New York against well each other against a bad team against a bad team. Let's be fair, but look, man, <laughs> going on the road mm-hmm. on Thursday on your first start in the NFL to win that game. I mean, if you can do that, you can be the backup in the NFL. Oh, absolutely. I, I I don't know if Drew Locke could have done that on a short notice. It, I, I don't uh, been toss up on that one, yeah. Yeah, toss up. How do you, you cannot go into battle with a guy that is a toss? If if I if we're in a bar and and I'm your backup, and sometimes I'm really scared of people, and sometimes I'm really mean, but you don't know which day. I mean, are you going to go around talking crap to people with me nope. as your backup? No. Because well, no, I'm going to get drunk. I don't want Clyde back there not running away while I get my butt whooped. Come on, man. You want Clyde, you want right turn Clyde. You don't want run turn. You don't want to you don't want turn around Clyde. You want right turn Clyde. And you don't know what you're going to get. You can't go and run your mouth at the bar with that guy as your backup. So, look, you you got to ha- you got to know what you got. If you know that I got your back, come no matter what, you can go and get a little bit loose lipped at the bar, right? Mm-hmm. But if if I'm sometimes there, or sometimes hey man, I just want to, I just want my love today. I just want, I can't we all just get along? If I'm, can't we all just get along, guy? You can't go run your mouth to people. Wait a minute, you weren't just get along, guy yesterday. Uh, today I feel happy. I don't know. It just to me that's how we, that's what we got in Drew Locke. You know, he's. He he's consistently inconsistent, and you can't win with that. Well, it comes down to it. It's strictly a business, and you know, right now my closet is uh, is full of quarterback jerseys that <clears throat> hasn't lasted but you know a few years. And, and you know, Tim Tebow, I got Tebow, Peyton, Paxton, Drew. So I, my jerseys. You want to know who I who I invest in? On top of Wes Welker, I got, I got Hall of Famers, brother. I got Sharp, I got Elway, I got Champ, and I have Gary Zimmerman. Dudes, I Those are the guys that, I, you know what I mean? Those are bricks. These are bricks. You can, you can, you can bust this one out any day of the week yep. because you know what you got with 84. I do right? have two Hall of Famers in my closet, uh, Peyton Manning, of course, and next year's Hall of Famer, D-Ware. Can't go wrong with him. Good pickup. I love D-Ware, man. Bradley Chubb's in there, and I think Keep uh, Talib, I believe, is in there as well. Oh, yeah. Great. Is the Keep Talib a Hall of Famer? Well, I would say not first ballot, but Calvin Johnson was first ballot, but I don't think he should have been. Probably, yeah. I think he is. Probably not first ballot. Mm-hmm. It'll take him a few times, I think, to get in. But again, the committee is another whole topic that. Yeah. The, dude, <clears throat> say what you want about Keep. The, the media loves. Oh, well, absolutely. They love. Well, who wouldn't? <laughs> He's gold, man. 
He is golden. <laughs> Love uh, is it so so that that says a lot, Chris. That goes a long way. So I mean, his coaches love him. Uh, you know who his best buddy was on on, on the 2015 Denver Broncos? Champ? Nope. You'll Wade. never guess. Nope. Wade Phillips. Wade Phillips. That was his best buddy, man. Those two were tight. Those two were like they were two peas in a pod, man. Dude, Wade they Phillips. They love each other. So you know what I mean. So you, you, the press loves him. His coaches love him. His teammates love him. Because you know why? Because Akeem is Akeem on Monday. Akeem is Akeem on Tuesday, on game day. You know what you got in Akeem. You can go to battle with Akeem because you can run your mouse and you know Akeem's got your back. He's not going to turn around and run away like maybe I'm. I mean, I don't know who you're talking to. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> you see the guy? You see the size of that guy? Who are you talking to right now? You can't be talking to him like that. I'm out of here. But Akeem Talib will be there, man. Akeem Talib oh, yeah, will be he would there. be. Especially he will be there. about Michael Crabtree. He's right there. Yeah, Michael Crabtree. Yeah, you're, yeah. Imagine Michael Crabtree. He's going to run away, dude. But Akeem is going to be in that no. fight. No matter how big the other guy is, right? Yep. Those are those dogs, right? Those are the guys that you want on your team. That goes a long way. It goes a long way with the press. It goes a long way with your coaches. It goes a long way with your teammates. So I think I think Akeem Talib is the Hall of Famer. I think he's going to be putting on a blue uh, uh, a gold jacket. Very soon. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. Well, guys, right it's on, buddy. good show yeah. as always. Clyde, yeah, as always, yeah. glad to have you on. Man, I'm so glad to be here, dude. Thank you for letting me do this again. Man. Hey, absolutely. You're welcome anytime. You just shoot me a text and cool. make it happen. All right, man. I appreciate it. Thank you. Absolutely. Hey, uh, follow follow me on uh, on Twitter. Clyde Diesel, 44, 444. Clyde Diesel, D-I-E-S-E-L, 444, at Twitter. So, how are you? I was about to ask you that. There you go. There's this Twitter. I'm going to attach it to our tweet tonight, of course, in the in the uh, description box below as well uh, for the podcast wow. and YouTube. But uh, Clyde, as always, it's been fun. I'm going to make my trip. My goal is this year. I've heard full capacity. We'll see if that happens or not. But uh, man, I hope so. I hope you. I hope you can make it. Holler me if you do. Man. I still got crazy. a week of vacation. I got to use up. So come the fall, trust me, I'll be in Denver sometime for a game and some spend some time. Oh, man, or 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 let's go to Vegas and go to a Raiders Broncos game. Oh, that'd be sweet. Oh. <laughs> follow follow the show, Air Raid underscore podcast on Twitter. On my air with Mike as well on Twitter. And uh, we wish you all the very best this week and have a great weekend as you are listening to the Unhinged Sports Network.